man. Uh, and it's after work. That's what you Not say. that boring stuff in the middle of the day. Like how you... I like how I uh, I go around and I and I distribute cans of of water that may or may not be alcoholic to the local people yeah. that are you know down on their luck. Okay, they're really appreciative. Um, so this is a charity, huh? Uh, I all I ask for is five bucks can, and okay. uh, since they don't really have any other option, I'm delivering. You know, all right. they're stuck. They're kind of tweaking a little bit, and they want something to drink. Wait a minute, that sounds... I hook them up, and they uh, making a profit off. They pay me. What? Hold on, you can't talk about that. This is uh, this is after work, man. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, Dan. Hey. 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 Oh. Whoa. Hey. Dan? Brooks? Uh, why didn't you make it out last Friday night when I invited you to a little movie called Violent Night? Uh, my mom was over at my house. I got to hang out with her a little bit. All right. That's fine. You know. Anyways, great movie, Violent Night. I heard it was a little too violent. About 20% too violent. Uh, I've been saying that. From you. But. I heard it from you. It'd be like. You, eating, Brooks. It'd be like eating a plate full of cookies and then someone saying, now eat this one more cookie. That's what I mean by 20% too much. I've oh, already... so it's like so much that it was really, really good. And then there was more and you're like, eh. Yeah, it was like, okay, I'll, I'll oh, shove it in there. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it was violent. And it was, you know, Home Alone plus Die Hard plus Die Hard 2. Wait, hold on. Plus, okay, uh, it was about to be the greatest Christmas movie ever. I don't want to... I mean, do you know the plot of uh, Die Hard? Yeah. And you know, uh, you know Die Hard So there's Hard a, a divorced guy? Die Hard 2. Saving uh, people that are in a building from terrorists? There was someone that wasn't supposed to be there, wasn't supposed to be involved, didn't really want it, and then he had to get involved. I believe it's Nakamichi Tower? Nakatomi. Nakatomi? Uh, nah, nah, Nagatashi. Nah, Tomi Village. That's on Karate I Kid. It. It's still in my DVD player from last year, I believe, right here if I hit. Uh, I got a, I don't like to brag, but I have a five-disc DVD player. Changer. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, one of these holds permanently Die Hard because I only watch one DVD a year, and that's it. Okay. So there's other DVDs in the other five, but I don't watch them. They're just from six years ago when I probably did. Whatever the last four or five things were you watched. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and then obviously Home Alone, because there's a kid involved. It sets up some booby traps. So, uh, oh, okay. And uh, let's just say, you know how you always watch Home Alone and you're like, geez, getting hit with a brick. Would do a lot more damage than just a light uh, red mark on your forehead. Yeah. Yeah, in this movie. It does. It, it does a lot more damage than Ooh. just a light red mark on. You Splat. Know, bowling balls thrown at your face. It's going to do some damage. All right, now I'm interested. Okay. I'm going to go check it out. And I went dressed as Santa, and everybody loved it. Free popcorn if you go to a movie theater dressed as Santa. Maybe. Maybe. No, that's not a... Ba that's not a... Uh, a uh, guarantee by after work podcast, but you know, this maybe. Hey, Dan, how are you? Do we have any emails? We do. Um, you too could be on the show. Just look in the show notes, it's in there. I won't say it anymore. I got chastised last time. Afterworkpod.gmail.com. This is titled A Storm is Coming. Uh oh. Maybe he's talking about Santa Claus. 
Oh, the weather outside is frightful. Gentlemen, 6.27 p.m. after work. Mm. The first serious snow of the season is supposed to start tomorrow around noon. The weather is such that I'll be a, that it'll be a combination of rain, sleet, and snow as the daylight fades. I'm ready to push all the snow around all yeah. the places. Yeah. All the places. Push it around. Nobody pushes Andy around. Not like he the weather. pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I'm your pusher. Oldest daughter asked for eggs Benedict for breakfast this weekend. You guys have any good breakfast recipes? I made a second batch of Coquito Feliz Navidad. Aw, Andy. Andy. I know you're a breakfast man. I'm I'm pretty good at making breakfast burritos. Okay. But that's not like something tough. I just, you know, all the stuff from a regular you know, normal breakfast, eggs, bacon, hash browns, yeah, sauce, put into a burrito, uh-huh. done. Instead of on a plate. I like to make my own hash it. browns. Okay, but when you make the breakfast burrito, do you put everything inside and then set it on the the pan or the the hot mm. plate or whatever and kind of sear the edge closed? No. Like, you should like because that's a pro move. Burrito? Yes, like a grilled stuff. You need a panini press for that. Nope. Yeah. You just need to get the part where the flap touches and then it okay. kind of locks it in place. Yeah, that that is what that does. I don't do that though. You should because it's good. Mm. Also, you can just kind of set it there while you're working on something else. Mm. See, I got, I'm always going like, you know, when you're making breakfast burritos for people. Do you make them and then serve them all up? No, one at a time. One at a time. See, that pan, Do you, or do you have a secondary pan going? I use a skillet. skillet. Oh, skillet's how to do it. A lot of room. Because I just have my pan, and I'm using that for heating up my tortillas. And then I serve up that burrito, and then I start my next one. Okay. So I made some breakfasty food, and I, I like to make hash browns from potatoes. Just, okay. What's your secret? Well, the first thing I do is I cut a very slim portion of a side of the potato off, right? Mm-hmm. I try and only just take a, as little actual potato as I can, just get some of the skin, and then I set that flat side down, and I do the same on the two sides that I that I have now, and then I flip it one more, and I cut that side off, and then I cut off the ends. Mm-hmm. And then depending on how big the t- the potato is, I either cut it in three, three, like three this way and three this way, or sometimes four this way and three this way. But you want to get little like half inch cubes. You're making cubes. Cubes. Oh, so I make I cubes. You were gonna say you were dicing them. Uh, yeah, or into cubes. Or, uh, I'm dicing them into them, like, into cubes. Okay. Not graded. Not D- graded. No. And then I put them in the microwave. All right. For like Let's five see. minutes. Five minutes, all of them, like in a big just bowl? in a giant plate, mounded. Okay. All I'm trying to do is on get high? them slight. Yeah, in the microwave on high. Okay. With do you got a little? You put a paper towel over them so they don't Under splatter. Them. They won't splatter. Okay. Don't worry, they won't splatter. I'm worried about splatter. Uh, no, you're not. But somebody is, and you're in trouble if you do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, so you do that, then you take them out. Okay. What I used to do 
is I would put them in a pan or on the skillet with a little bit of oil and then try to flip them and get all the sides perfectly crisped on every single one of those half-inch cubes. But now I have an air fryer. Oh. Yeah, so you take a little bit of oil. You get a little, just a little bit. You don't need much oil, right? You you probably don't need any oil, but you do. You need oil because mm-hmm. yeah. it's good. Olive oil. Uh, I think I used avocado oil. It's pretty good. And then some seasoned salt or whatever seasoning you want these to taste like. You know, maybe if you want a little more Mexican, you put some cumin and some, you know, whatever on there. Then you lay them out on your on your sheet on your uh, on your your thing you that goes in, in in the air fryer. Oh, okay, I have a one tray that's like uh, a grate. Like mm-hmm. a like a chain link like a really small chain link fence. There's a word for that thing that looks like a really mesh? small yeah mesh metal mesh. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it, right? Maybe. And you take that and you put it in there, and I put it on the highest setting. I have like a little toaster oven style one, and I think I put it on like super max air fry air blow mode, four hundred and fifty degrees, half an hour. Half an hour. Half an it's uh, half an hour and they were nice and crispy and brown. Jeez, I thought air fryers like seven minutes per side. Half an hour. Okay, wow. Jeez. And that's after five minutes in the microwave. And then you get the perfect. Oh, they were potato. They were perfect. Chunks. What are those potato wedges? Potato, not wedges. Uh, chunks. Hash browns. Hash browns. Uh, potatoes. Uh, what do they call them? Irish? No, not Irish. Anyway, if you were to add onions. And peppers, they'd be O'Brien. Hash Browns O'Brien. Okay. But they're really good. Name. Really good. Uh yeah, that seems it's it's a lot it sounds like a lot of work until you realize you just stick in there for half an hour and walk away. Places and doing other things. What so for that half hour while you're cooking up the sausage or bacon or mm-hmm. the other thing. In the other pan, and then I fried up some vegetables and then I threw these potatoes in there with some fried vegetables on the bottom, mm-hmm. and then I cracked some eggs over the top of it, and then I put them back in the air fryer and let the eggs kind of... In the air fryer with eggs on cook top? Up, and uh, then I served it up. Wow. Yeah. That's fancy. My air fryer is not as nice as yours. It's just a toaster oven. Mine's like one that has a handle, and it's like... Uh, the circle one. The circle one. So you can't really like put stuff in there too Can you easily. see... You can't even see it while it's going. See, I wouldn't be able to do it if I couldn't see. You pull, you look. I'd be pulling it out. out. Look at it. Put it back in. No. Pull it out. My wife tried to make uh, some kale chips. You ever had kale chips? Yeah. In the oven, they're pretty tasty. Uh, She tried making them, but with the air fryer, it's like blowing air around, and it caused some problems because the kale once it starts to blow. Once it got cooked and light enough, then it's blowing around and going up and like catching on fire in that little element. Oh yeah! So that's potatoes a, don't do that. No go for that. They're heavy. Well, there you go, Andy. Sounds sounds like uh, you got to go get yourself an air fryer. I like I like those potato chunks more than hash browns, like proper shredded hash browns. But you can do those at home. I think you know? I think uh, now's the time. Andy in the past has sent in. Some recipes and drink re- drink recipes, but if you got any nice recipes, I'm thinking about this uh, 
2023, I'm going to be cooking more meals, you know, stepping my game up. You personally, you mean? Yeah, me personally. And I'm thinking something that I can, because my wife, you know, she goes somewhere in the middle of the day now. And uh, something I can just easily throw in the oven or have done the night before and it can be ready for dinner or whatever. Have you, there? so there's a lot of these YouTube videos where they show you how to cook things mm -hmm. and some of them show you how to do it in a crock pot. Crock pot. Have you thought about putting food in a crock pot before you go somewhere in the middle of the day? Hmm. And then no matter who gets home first, they can just take it out. Well, I mean, I can do that. Crock pot's like six hours. Well, I tend to try to get the ones that say more like eight or ten. Oh, you can get ten hour ones? Well, I don't know. Okay. Look at the recipes. Slow. Well, I got Some of them are pretty cool. Yeah, I just leave in the morning. Yeah. Do whatever I'm doing. Yeah. And then so many hours later, it's just... It's ready. It's ready for whoever grabs it. Boom. And then it's like some tasty, juicy something. Maybe. Probably shredded. Maybe <laughs> good vegetables that have been... Uh, Most of these things aren't like meat. It's like a meal. Okay. So one of them was like French toast, Ooh. blueberry... French toast with... 10-hour cooked French toast? Well, it's... It was like eight hours. Six to eight hours. Wow. it's That's the problem. It says six to eight hours, and I'm like, but it's going to be like until I get home. Yeah. So it better be six to eight hours. It just once it's in there, it just keeps going. just stays warm for another six hours till you get back. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking into it. I'm, I'm just... Okay. Uh, right. This is the first I've done, asking Andy to send his... Send his recipes in. Wait, I thought you were asking you the audience. Or, I mean, the audience. Okay. I mean. We mean you, Andy. It's not like Andy's our only listener, right? This isn't all a big charade. He's been uh, paying me on the side. Where it's just the three of us secretly <laughs> talking, and that's all. Uh, Is it Andy? Is it? Is it? There's got to be somebody else that can email. Afterworkpot at gmail.com. Uh, with your recipes, and maybe I'll send you a Christmas card. Maybe. Hey, Dan. Hey. Uh, this Saturday, this past Saturday, it's a joyous day. Showed up at your house. An hour late. Well, for some reason in my head, it was six o'clock when we, when you, uh. Two days after it happened, you said, I wasn't even late. And I said, you were an hour late. <laughs> You're like, no, wait, what? It was six o'clock. You're like, no, it's five o'clock. That's, that's why. I that's why I texted you. I texted you at five forty-five, saying, "Are you coming?" I yeah. thought you were just like, you know, preemptively asking. Nope. Uh, anyways, tell me what happened, Dan. Oh man, Give it was side of the story. It was our our annual. What did I miss out on? Whiskey Club Christmas. Well, you missed out on us drinking eggnog before you got there. Giggling. Was there many giggling? Well, it was much on? giggling and merriment. I noticed the ladies cleared out when I showed up. They were like, "Well, uh, when you showed Brooks up, is here." Okay, yeah. I'll leave you guys alone. He smells. Well, you did. Yeah, you should wash that Santa suit. I don't want to wash it. Yeah, I know. I don't want to, man. I'm worried. Don't worry. You weren't the only one at Whiskey Club that smelled. I won't say the other person's name. He doesn't listen. I know. Probably. I mean, uh, he or she. They probably don't don't listen. So Dan, yes, whiskey night. Our how many annual? 
third annual? 24th annual. It's probably third annual Christmas. We didn't actually do Christmas parties last time. Yeah. This is the first annual Christmas. First party. annual Whiskey Christmas. Whiskmas. Let's call it next year. Oh, man. Look at this. This is a nice, a nice group. Six of us there. Because a bunch of people can't come because it's December and there's parties and things, other obligations. Mm-hmm. So I I over-invited and people under-showed, so it was perfect. So what do we have here? Oh, what were we drinking? Let's what see. What were we drinking? Let's see. Man. Okay, here's here's a perfect shot. I, of course, was wearing my Santa suit. You I, were. I'm getting the most out of that Santa suit, man. I didn't realize you picked up our infinity bottle in that picture. Yeah. Grenade. Horse grenade. Uh, okay, so we started out with Still House Black Whiskey. Black something whiskey. I can't quite read it. It was in a metal, looked like a small gas can. A small gas can, that like like the size of a quart of oil. Mm-hmm. I assume quarts of oil used to come in metal. Probably. Not plastic. Before plastic was invented. Back when the guy that brought it was a child. I think you had to open it like with the pull tab. Oh. Like beers. 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 Okay. I remember a little movie called The Jerk. With Steve Martin. With Steve Martin. He's standing next to a bunch of cans and somebody's shooting at him. Ooh. And the cans are getting hit. And it's like, something's wrong with these cans. What's going on? They keep busting open. Yeah. Okay, Dan. That's a good one. What was the next? Uh, uh, then we had some Weller Full Proof, which is apparently hard to get a hold of. And we decided it was just, oh, just okay. I'm done with Weller. I mean. Unless I can get my hands unless, on some Weller 12. Unless it's at the store. I've never seen it at the store. Yeah. But it's uh, desirable and reasonably priced if you can find it. Yeah, but but it's desirable, but not good. That all right? It doesn't seem to be great. It's, it's fine. Like there's nothing disgusting about it. It's just not great for this bottle was fifty dollars, which is reasonable for what it is. But it's not good. Like there's other fifty dollar bottles that are better. Yeah. Like Four Roses Single Barrel. Mm-hmm. And the bottle looks way cooler, obviously. Yeah. It's just like a weird square thing. What else uh, What else do we have there? Then after that, we had E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. That one was a big hit. That was uh, one of my two favorites. Yeah, mine as well. It was delicious. Is that one that's hard to find? or Very oh, it hard is. to find. Yes. Harder to find than... That Weller. And, but, but like, how'd you get your hands on it, man? I got a hookup. Got a local uh, liquor store owner who decided also not to come. So, but I, hopefully he'll just keep letting me buy cool whiskey. I guess I'll just stop inviting him if he doesn't want to come. No, keep inviting him. All right. So then he'll feel obligated to give you good whiskeys. Oh, that's a good point. He doesn't have to come. Yeah. But he just has to feel bad enough to like... To get you something good. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, that one was really good. That's... Um... The E.H. Taylor full it's... barrel. It was like 59% alcohol or something. Yeah, it's pretty high proof. But no... Like the burn on that was 
very minimal. Pretty smooth, and it like takes your tongue on a wild adventure. A lot of flavor in that. Mm-hmm. Get a lot of barrel and vanilla and all. I mean, you know, bourbon. You get bourbon. Oh yeah, but but the best kind. Mm-hmm. Real good one. Um, that was tasty. And then we had yours, which uh, you talked about last week. We'll just skip right over that. Talked about that last week, and Dan uh, decided he wanted to <laughs> take a close look. He took the cap off. Um, this must have been, he must have had a good amount of eggnog. He took the cap off of the bottle and then tilted it on its side to, and got it close to its face so he could read it. And dumped whiskey onto the floor. But, but. You're a gentleman. I I went and I got a paper towel and I cleaned it up and I squeezed it into my mouth. Yes. Because we can't waste that. It's fair. I mean. Yeah. Because you did that, I'll allow it. So it wasn't actually that much because I didn't get that much whiskey in my mouth. Eh. And then I took that, the rest of the paper towel, and I just ate it. Oh. I grabbed it out of the garbage. Gross. I ate that paper towel with the rest of the juice on it. Yeah. So yours was probably the second, or they they were equally good, those two, I think. Definitely delicious, mm-hmm. both of those. Uh, barrel, barrel proof, like high quality bourbon. Mm, tasty it bourbon. says something about it. Um, then the next one, somebody brought a Redemption Rye. We jumped on over to the rye. Yep. We went on a rye ride. It was two ryes that night, right? Yeah, we had that redemption, and then somebody brought wild turkey rare breed rye, which I'd never had before. Was a rare breed just the fancy wild turkey? Rare breed is uh, barrel proof or, you know, high proof wild turkey, basically. And they don't call it barrel proof because I don't think it's exact. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, it's good. I like I like rare breed. I like wild turkey. So I like rare breed. I like chasing down a wild yeah. turkey now and again. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. They do not move fast. Well, the wild ones do. And then somebody brought a, some uh, Irish whiskey called Two Stacks, which was very it different, was different. It was than different. bourbon and rye. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had Irish. I mean, it's mostly March when, you know, St. Patrick's Day is. I'll yeah. have some Jameson's. I'd like to know what that what that is compared to Jameson's. Oh. I mean, Jameson's a good, tasty. Well, Jameson's is a blended. Okay. This is straight. Uh, I don't know if it's a single barrel or not, but it's met, it's much more like a, uh, what do you call it? A single malt? Mm-hmm. I think I can't I can't read the bottle. It's too it's too small in the picture, and I don't remember. This was the last thing that we drank, so it was like fuzzy. Yeah, but it was very green. With that, there only being like the flavor, it was very vegetal. Is that how you what you call? It? I called it green. It tasted mm. green, like leaves hmm. of a plant that you would make whiskey with. Could be. I mean, I liked it. It was, I mean, it was good. It's just so different. It was different. It scared my t- taste buds. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a little scary. Yeah. Uh, the eggnog that I made. From scratch. For, yeah. Scratch made eggnog. I made it with wild turkey 101. Mm-hmm. And 
I I got all these comments about, oh, what kind of spices did you add to that? And I said, I just whiskey. It's milk, eggs, sugar, cream, whiskey. And the, the whis- only spices are whiskey. So the milk brings out the flavor of the whiskey. And the yeah. and that's got a caramel flavor and a vanilla flavor. And yeah, it's it's not vanilla flavored milk. I really thought you added vanilla to eggnog, and no, it's just just, just wh- the whiskey. Wow, because wild wild turkey is solid bourbon. You're gonna get vanilla notes and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I think that was a good choice. I think last time I made it with Maker's Mark, which isn't as strong uh, it's not as aggressive of a flavor mm-hmm. as the wild turkey maker's mark is a little more subdued it's it's good mm-hmm. it's an easy drinker but if you get something a little stronger more aggressive flavor profile then it gets toned down by all that milk and sugar and cream we usually while we're while we're doing our whiskey tasting we watch youtube videos about each whiskey yep yeah and i think we've gone to the bottom of the barrel, so to speak. So to speak, our guys. Who are, who are they? That's uh, the Whiskey Vault. Whiskey Vault. If you like YouTube, one of them silly. One of them silly, but they're both silly. One's extra silly. <laughs> one of them's whimsical. One's whimsical, and the other one's uh, a jerk. <laughs> a really uh, smart jerk. Actually, one of them is a jerk and whimsical, and the other one is kind of smart. Okay, all knows right. all the facts. And yeah. kind of have to rein in this jerk, whimsical jerk. Wait, whimsical jerk. With weird hair. Hey. And a f- weird looking Sounds beard that sometimes gets spray painted white. Hold on. Dresses yeah. up like Santa Claus sometimes. He does. <laughs> anyway, one of the people has to rein in the other person. Of the six whiskeys, they had one. One. And it was even an older bottle that looked way different. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think we've done it. We officially, we got to call them up, send them an email and say, hey, tried, you know, tasting. We send them. Apparently, we just have to send the bottles. Oh. So we have to buy two. Send them the bottle and then they'll read our name on the show and call us a magnificent bastard. So they do that on the show. We just have to do it months in advance. And they have an eagle. And we could uh, have them talk about our whiskey while we watch it. I oh, think yeah. I think it would be so hard to get them to do it. It would just be untenable. All right. Untenable. Yeah. Well, it's okay. And then after. After the party. It was an after party. Uh, because uh, it's much easier when there's how many people were there? Five people? Six six guys, six, six whiskey club fellas. Six whiskey club. It's much easier with six different flavors of alcohol tastings. Okay, wait, nine hold on. Or ten. We had six people and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven whiskeys. Okay, seven whiskey tastings. Wait a tastings. minute. Okay. Somebody didn't bring one. Who didn't bring one? I'm not going to say. Because I brought two and somebody else brought two. <laughs> I was like, hey, there should be eight. Okay. So, uh, anyways, uh T- tasting 10 different whiskeys, I was, you know, able to drive home after waiting around for a couple hours. Yeah. And watching the Blazers win against some team. 
Yeah, where they playing? I think they were playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, which, by the way, we did win that game. It was a somewhat close game at the end. We played the Minnesota Timberwolves again two days later. Uh huh. Destroyed them, blew them out, blew them out of the water, blew them out like thirty, thirty plus points. We ended up with like one hundred and thirty three points. Yeah. At the end of the game, Damian Lillard had 11 made three-pointers by the end of the third quarter. That's a lot. And then he sat on the bench. Because they were like, uh... They were were talking about, oh, he only needs three more to break the NBA record. Yeah, no, he's going to sit on the bench. Put him in there, he gets two more, and then he blows out his knee. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. Smart. Well, Dan, now it's time for a little thing that we like to call a What's happening, Dan? So I haven't been uh, I've been really doing much around the house. Did a little cleaning before Whiskey Club, obviously. Had to, had to clean up a little bit. Uh, but other than that, not really. Not really much. Well, How about you? it's that time of year. I haven't done much around the house besides, you know, clean up and stuff. Uh, but I did. I started working on uh, my major Christmas gift. I got a... I feel like I'm been slacking on Christmas gifts. I used to be the best Christmas gift giver. You know, I put my whole heart into it when I was a younger, younger man. Yeah. I'd, I'd go above and beyond for everybody. I would just make a list, put everybody's name on it and figure out something cool just for them. Now I, you know, with my, uh, my wife's family, we're doing a secret Santa. The secret Santa is, the parents pick our we'll draw our names from a hat, who's getting who, but then we don't duplicate. We don't so every whatever six years we start over again. Okay. So this is like the third or fourth year, and I've done yeah, three or four people, and I those people are off limits for me. So I have to work through everybody. So now I can almost, I think next year I'll be able to tell who has me for sure, if I can remember. But you can't. I forgot. But I've, uh, my brother-in-law, he doesn't listen to this podcast. I decided he's a big, he's a big sporto. And I uh, likes football, basketball. So I decided to take my, take my lathe out and make him a wooden football. Wish me luck. That seems like a thing that you could easily do on a lathe, except for the laces. Uh, I'm going to have to add the laces afterwards. So I think uh, I got a nice dark wood, like oak. So it's nice dark. I cut out the circles, stacked them up and glued them all together. And I just got them on the lathe and I'm starting to make that football shape. And uh, wish me luck. Good luck. I uh, don't really have any ability to, you know, whatever happens, happens mostly with the lathe. And this is like me working to try and make it look like this football. As opposed to just kind of pushing metal against wood and seeing what happens? I just let the wood do its thing. Uh I can't plan ahead and be like, I want to make a bowl that's this shape. Wood's going to do what wood's going to do. I can't control how my hands push against that wood. That's right. Sometime. Who can control how their hands push against the wood? I can't. I just don't know. 
No. But I'm really trying to make this might be a weird shaped football or it's I don't have uh it's not full NFL scale football. Yeah, it didn't quite look big enough, so maybe get like a little peewee ball. The one I bought to re- to duplicate was like a junior football. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Also it was $14 instead of $35 for a football. Oh. For the NFL uh Yeah. So I got this and if if I mess up the football is just going to get smaller. It's just going to keep getting smaller. Until it's like, you know, just a little it's handheld. Russian nesting football. Just a little handheld football if if it comes to it. Or, you know. I think all footballs are handheld. <laughs> I got really baby tiny hands. Uh-huh. Can't hold that big football. It's way too big. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. You know what I saw that would be kind of cool for you to do something like that? Mm-hmm. I saw a uh, silver coin that was a soccer ball. It was a three ounce. I couldn't tell how big it was, but it said three ounces, so I assume pretty small. Mm-hmm. But a, a full spherical soccer ball. Oh. And it had like all this cool detail from the World Cup. Oh, cool. World Cup's going on right now, so there's a lot of soccer out there. Oh, yeah. How's, how long does that go for? That's like another week or so. Almost over. Um. But it was pretty cool. I figure you could easily turn a small sphere and then do all your little detail work. If you could make something that was an actual soccer ball size, it'd probably be easier for you to do the the detail. The guys that make balls, wooden balls, have extra gear. They have this thing that like clamps in between and then they have to and then a fixed thing that does half of a circle. And they keep turning that thing and then running this half circle, turn your wood, and then it can make a full, complete circle. But everything's just, you know, another $200 add-on. That's $200 tool to get? Everything's a tool. Oh, is that two $200 tools? It could be two $200 tools. I don't know, man. It's just everything. It's just... So you got to get a special chuck that just presses against and doesn't ruin it? Round, yeah. So it keeps it whatever. Anyways... I'm I'm still working. I will uh, report when back. When this is done, if you want to see a picture of it, because we no longer have Etsy. I mean, we no longer have Instagram. Our Instagram has fallen off, disappeared. Forgot oh, is it login. gone? Okay. Forgot the login. It might still be there. Afterwork pod on uh, Instagram. But you could just email in, hey, Brooks, let me see that football, and I'll, uh, I'll message you back. But our time's running out here, so we got to go. Hey, Dan. What I need you all to do here is get out there. It's Christmas time. If you drink whiskey, go get yourself some whiskey. Any of the things we labeled, except for that uh, Irish one. And, uh, damn. And we'll see you all next time. After work. Ha 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 ha!